The following is the production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Lives. Joe 911. How's everybody doing from wherever they may be? Davis Carroll, Jack Hart, Alec Houston Davis. We'll start with you. It is a. Honestly, I have no idea what's going on in Auburn. I assume it's a nice Tuesday morning, maybe a little bit cloudy. How's a couple storms coming in, so it might be pretty rainy today, apparently. A little bit of storm coming in. I know there's like a hurricane forming somewhere. It is, yeah, it is the hurricane. Camp through Mobile coming up to us now. Uh, Alex will go to you next. Uh, really? Is that, is that the... He's muted. <laughs> He's muted? Why is he the only one muted? <laughs> Keep him muted. Keep him muted. He's not muted. I say we take a vote. I say yes. He's not muted. Jack is muted. Is he... Jack's muted too. Alex says he's... It says Alex is muted. Uh, well, this is what happens when... He's not muted. Nice things, Alex. He, he, he literally, look, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I'll mute him. And then. Alex, I think you need to unmute yourself. This is actually the best thing that could have <laughs> happened, actually. Because. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't have to listen to him. Is he punking I, us? Is he just acting like he can't talk? Hold up. Let me do this. Jack, can you talk? There, Alex, can you talk to me now? Jared, um, what has happened is that only the host is allowed to unmute people and you've also disabled the chat somehow, so. <laughs> Alex, can, can you talk to us? <laughs> How is Davis, Davis and Jagger talking? I don't know what's wrong with you. I got unmuted. Yeah. You know what? Maybe, maybe this is like a divine intervention type of thing, because maybe I just don't want to listen to you. I know what you're gonna say about this Washington football team. I don't want to hear about it. And maybe this uh, this program is just saying, you know what? We're just not gonna, we're just not gonna go with it. I promise you, from my side, Alex is not muted. I, I I promise you 100% he's gone. Alex texted me and says it says the host doesn't allow him to unmute himself. Oh wait, he's gone. Well, yeah, but I unmuted him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't understand. But, you know what? Screw Alex. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jared. It's great to be here. I'm hoping uh, I'm using an external speaker, so I'm hoping I'm not giving you guys a bunch of feedback. Oh my God, kick him out. He, <sighs> Jack was talking, Alex. Oh, sorry. Interrupted Jack. I was wondering oh, yeah. how he was doing. Okay. It's uh, it's a little easier to uh, make it to a virtual extra point than the little deals. So, I'm happy for uh, counting my blessings on that one. 
you know the crazy part is is that even going virtual i feel like that i somehow had a harder time getting up for this one than i did driving 40 minutes and then getting into a studio i mean it doesn't well, help I, understand that. That. <laughs> I can understand that yeah when you have the drive in front of you it makes it a little a little takes the pain off of it a little bit but i mean when you got like a two and a half minute bike ride i tell you the buffer is right there like i guess it doesn't help that like my bed is you went right to bed there. at 7 a.m that didn't help either Look, my my sleep schedule turned upside down again. I don't know if you guys remembered, like, during the middle of the pandemic, where I pretty much only answered at the middle of the night, and during the day, I would just not answer anything at all. This is what it's turned into again, is I'm just awake during the night and during the day. Like, I promise you, after this show, I'm going right back to bed. I'm going to do a backflip into this bed behind me and just go back to sleep, and then you're not going to bother me for the next six hours promise you alright so let's go ahead and get into the show today uh, we can go one or two ways we can go college football first by oh, Alex you, we, can go, we can go college football first because it was a uh, an interesting weekend in college football or we can go to the NFL and kind of see what's, uh, what's popping over there especially after some Monday night football games that happened last night so do you want to hit college football first or do you want to go NFL because that's more recently on everybody's mind Alex why yeah, do you have a big grill out of the way, I'd say you said college football now let's go ahead and get it out of the way it's a little more distant in my memory and if I'm being perfectly honest I don't know if it was the teams that were playing or what but I wasn't particularly enthused by college football this weekend. I think I I watched about a half hour of the Kansas uh, Chanticleers game, about as much as I could stomach of that, and not much else. I mean, I, I kind of kept up with the, the Duke-Notre uh, Dame game because that was really the one of the few matchups of Power 5 teams uh, going on this weekend. But other than that, it's it seemed to be a lot of – a lot of hokiness going on. Yeah, we can start with college football. Let's start with, uh, well, I guess those. It, it it felt like the noon games were the best games. Obviously, the 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 marquee matchup in there was Louisiana and Iowa State, or pretty much the Sun Belt versus the world. What it felt like on Saturday, uh, the Sun Belt showing up and showing out. Uh, you had Louisiana uh, getting their big win. Uh, you know, App State doing its thing. Uh, is Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt? Yes. yes. And oh. they defeated a Big 12 team. So, so I mean... You know. Don't it's mess the with the Fun Belt. belt. So, First of all, guys, they're called the Fun Belt now. Have we not, not been paying attention? Well, I'll, ca- I'll call them whatever I want to call them, all right? You're about but, to be called the belt. Power 5 Belt. If the oh. Big Twelve doesn't get their act together, I'm gonna that's, call them the dumb belt. That's not even. Davis, that was terrible. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, out of all the games that happened, like sure there were some fun ones. I mean, it's a also just I just trying to keep in mind Arkansas State. They are the what? Red Sun Belt. They're the Sun Belt too. Yeah. So Arkansas everybody, State. Everybody, everybody, good's in the Sun Belt. 
So, like, you know, poor Arkansas State, they got a big win, too, but nobody really, you know, paid much attention to them because it was Kansas State. But, I mean, the the early games were pretty good. We saw some upsets. <laughs> then the late games were kind of just meh. We saw a good double overtime game between UTSA and Texas State. Uh, Texas State letting me down once again. Uh, but you did see Florida State lose to Georgia Tech, which that was just funny. Pretty dramatically. I mean, blowing a 10-0 lead, some hashtag college kickers uh, getting thrown in there for good measure. We saw a lot of that this weekend. Very clear that these teams had a lot of rust to shake off. And I don't know why that favored the Sun Belt teams over the Big 12 teams. I don't know what the contact practice scheduling has been with these clubs, but I think the best example of, of, of all that was the uh, the BYU Navy game where, where you really see what happens when a, when a team who has put in the work in practice uh, shows up against a team who clearly hasn't. And I, is that what happened this weekend or was that just a, a, a blip on the radar and anomaly? We'll, we'll see this week and we'll see especially in two weeks when, when I mean, I'm going to be blunt, the interesting games start because – if I'm being completely honest, that nothing in college football this weekend really captivated me. And that's what I've been trying to figure out as well because if it was just rust or if these teams are actually in trouble because I watched all the Notre Dame game because my dad and my brother are both fans and they had that game on and Ian Book looked awful. Like he didn't, he didn't look like he was just, you know, making some – like he looked like he was missing throws constantly, taking sacks, which – I mean, I made some jokes – about how ter- I mean, but it, I just, it'll be ve- a very tough year for Notre Dame if Ian Book is going to play like that the rest of the year, especially when they have to go play Clemson. Because, well, the one team that looked really, really good this week weekend was probably Clemson. But we, I mean, we expected that again because they were playing Wake Forest. But still, I mean, I don't know. Pitt did win like fifty-five to nothing. Who did Pitt gonna- play? <laughs> like Austin P or something like that. Yeah, okay. Clemson hey, actually played a Power 5 team. I mean, sure, hey, Wake Forest is barely some, a Power 5 team. That's somebody, though. Look, I, I think the big thing is that we saw a lot of rust, and a lot of teams are going to have to knock that off. That also means for another conference named the SEC, we're probably going to see something similar. We're going to see some teams that are not supposed to be good uh, look decent against teams that are supposed to be good that look kind of bad. Uh, a perfect example may be Auburn, where Auburn's supposed to be really, really good, but they let a team like Kentucky, who's supposed to be, you know, decent, hang around with them when they probably shouldn't. So, you know, you gotta, we're going to have to be careful with what Kentucky's throwing down and what Auburn's bringing to the table. I will say, though, we do get a top 25 matchup next week in college football when this is so bad. Miami plays Louisville. That's your top 25 matchup. <laughs> that is a 17 versus 18 matchup. Which like I mean, it sounds like we're basketball season. Sounds like we're playing a game in NCAA 14. And just the random team ends up in the top 25. Like I was playing yesterday and New Mexico was undefeated. Not really sure what happened there. I mean, it's a national championship in one as well. So until you get a middle, until you get a San Diego State versus Middle Tennessee undefeated versus undefeated national championship, I don't want to hear nothing. That's All right, what, that's fair. That's, that's what fair. happened with me. Yeah, 
How many years did you have. play in for that? That was year two. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. That was, Were you playing with like some roster or something, or is this just the luck of the draw? No, I had just happened to be San Diego State. Oh, okay. That <laughs> I was the well, offensive I was offensive coordinator for San Diego State and I was like, We're gonna run we're gonna run the ball and we ran the ball right into a national championship by middle Tennessee. Nice, nice. Uh you know I say it's not interesting. This is the Miami team that let UAB stick around for a lot longer than they should have. Uh, UAB's not again, a bad team. Uh, they're not a bad team, but it's Miami. I mean, they got a bunch of five stars. Miami probably has more five stars on that roster than UAB does like historic wins, or they should. You could have just you could have just said Miami has more five stars than UAB has ever had. I mean, but that's that's like it's a given. That's, it's not a, it's not a fun sleeper metric, Alex. Yeah, that's like saying you're white and I'm black. Like, duh, everybody can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh my! Uh, Wait, y'all are? I don't see color. Uh, when, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when Miami Louisville played this week, it one of two. The other one got postponed. It was BYU versus Navy. Uh, they postponed it for COVID reasons. I'm just gonna run with the thought process that BYU obliterated Navy and Army didn't want any any of that smoke, so they just said, you know what, we're we're out. Uh, but that would have been the other top 25 matchup uh, being played this week. Other than that, I mean, Virginia-Virginia Tech was supposed to be another game. That got postponed due to COVID. I honestly don't see uh, any other game that interests me uh, on this schedule. Maybe, maybe... UCF Georgia Tech, but only because I want to see Georgia Tech be UCF. I think it's important to realize that, I mean, this is this is a college football schedule missing what four conferences right now. Uh, so sure, the schedule is pretty thin. So I think that that's, I mean, to be expected that there's not that many interesting games so far because they're normally aren't at the beginning of the year anyway, and now we're, you know, taking out of four conferences for potential matchups, and you're really getting a very limited schedule. Because, like, what, the MAC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC are all not playing yet. Right. So, I mean... I think that's, yeah, because you, your, your interesting matchups on week one are always your... Your your Chick Fil A kickoff games and your exactly. your Dallas Bowl and your NRG kickoff and all, all all this stuff and while while those matchups are getting replaced they're getting replaced later in the season so yeah Auburn, Auburn still has all the marquee marquee matchups they can ask for but they're just going to be pushed later and later into into the year so you're, you're, we're just dealing with kind of a a, a false start here from college football I I was actually surprised I, I thought the whole Situation was starting up in in a week uh, like Auburn is, but it seems like some of these conferences are trying to get in as much football as possible as soon as possible. So, I mean, sp- speaking of trying to get in some football, there are uh, reports coming out that says that not only is the Big Ten trying to get back into playing, uh, but also the Pac-12 like don't let don't leave us out anymore, and. I I think the story was a mid-November start, which what they're gonna be what 
six, five, six games back at that point. They did it in a mid-November start. Honestly, it'll be like seven by that point if they did November. But the strange thing to me about this is that, you know, Jack, you talked about how you thought everybody was starting with the SEC, but it seems like these schools are getting a head start. I thought that was because since, you know, the SEC is like the southernmost conference in college football, so they don't really have to I worry mean, about, like, the winter. It but, is, like, you know, the northern the teams – the Northern teams have to worry about, you know, playing into December, it can be pretty hectic. But then the Big Ten, with the southernmost school being Maryland, wants to play their games in December. I mean, it'll lead to some fun contests when, you know, Ohio State and Michigan is in a blizzard. But it doesn't seem like a good idea from that standpoint. And then also, you know, spring football is, Don't worry. what, a month after the season ends? Don't worry. Global warming is going to fix all that. Especially due to the fact that you're more vulnerable to get viral respiratory diseases in colder temperatures. I didn't you even... tell him, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But... Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, the decision-making of the Big Ten on this whole situation has been very poor. And I Brian Davis is possibly the coup to be the new uh, Big Ten commissioner. I mean, I... I, I figured something like this would happen where they would postpone their season, but then, like, they'll see everybody else, you know, going along and it's going decently well, which, for the most part, through these first, what, week, two weeks, whatever it may be in your head, it's been decent enough. There hasn't been any major, you know, things happen. You, you had some postponements here and there because a team had a small outbreak or a positive test uh, somewhere. But for the most part, it's not as disastrous as it could be. And so now you have the Big Ten and Pac-12 looking at it like, huh, you know what, maybe maybe, maybe there's actually a way we put in the right protocols for us to actually get through with this. We saw how the Big Ten's talking about rapid testing and testing, you know, what, three times, four times a week and stuff like that. My problem with these conferences is, is that where was this plan at months ago not now why weren't you thinking about this I, I mean once again hindsight's twenty twenty, right but why weren't you thinking about these kind of plans in June July heck even August instead of September 15th yeah I think you say you can say hindsight's twenty twenty to defend them but many conferences and leagues specifically the Big Ten and Pac-12 have handled this entire thing horribly I mean the, this is just because, you know, they, they looked at the numbers and they're like, oh, man, very scared of the numbers, not thinking that, you know, if you can lock down this team and keep them away from contact of many people as many times as and as Auburn is doing. I mean, Auburn had, what, nine people test positive, and now they've done it to where they had no positive test a week later, and they were able to minimize it as much as they could. And I think that a lot of teams didn't – and a lot I mean, the Big Ten specifically didn't – think that that was possible for some reason and we're just like oh we got to cancel it plus i think they also want thought everybody was going to cancel and they wanted to be ahead of the curve but it's only given them more negative press than good press i so. don't don't get me wrong i don't i don't hate them for postponing it because i mean if you're doing it for the player's health i'll, I'll never fight against that that that's the one thing but i don't think the pandemic gotten any better for them to say hey let's you know this, the situation still the same it's still as you know Numbers may have plateaued or even gone down in some places, but it's still relatively uh, higher than a lot of people want it to be, or at least a lot of medical professionals want it to be. So what? So what changed in between 
when you postponed a month and a half ago to now. Other than think, other than everybody else is playing and you saw, well, they're making money and I and I'm not. I think honestly, okay, so when the Big Ten made their decision, that was around the time when the MLB didn't look like it was gonna be able to finish their season. Oh yeah, when MLB the, like fell flat on the, its face and the, the Cardinals. MLB was through, I mean, the Cardinals basically and the Marlins disappeared off the face of the earth for a for a second there and um I think that was a factor. And also, you say what changed. David, Nothing changed, cooking. which is the point. Because all these college football teams have handled waffles. it relatively well. Davis, what in the world? He's cooking waffles, bro. Oh, of course. I got to donate blood think... later, Alex. I'm not going to pass out, okay? Good luck. But I just think that the fact that these use conferences a, have been use able to do it. a plate, you heathen. What? what? I, told, I told him to use a plate instead of his hands. I'm not going to waste a plate for were you raised? Were you raised in a barn or something? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was raised in Grand Bay. What do you want from me? So basically, uh, I am from continue. the I am from the Boondocks. All right, stop it, Alex. Continue with, with your story. I just I just think that everybody else doing it and it not you know like we haven't had a Cardinals blow up with any of these schools yet, as far as I can remember. So, or like you know what happened with the Marlins? Like either of those has not happened. I think that's what the Big Ten was looking at and thinking if we don't do a bubble like the NBA. That's what's gonna happen, and then you know, that's when the NFL had all those like false positive tests as well. Like there was just a bunch of other stuff going on that has since been fixed. That the Big Ten immediately, you know, just pulled the trigger on. We're done. Davis, that was a crunchy waffle. Yeah, that was. That was, that was yeah, I burned bad. it. You burn a waffle. But yeah, the Big Ten. I mean, the thing is, no matter what decision they make. They're gonna. This is gonna have effect on their conference for years to come because next season is gonna be affected by whatever they do this year, and the following year, and so on and so forth. I mean, if if the Big Ten can start, I don't know the the numbers, but the Pac-12, they the the report said mid-November. If the Big Ten can start at the latest, you know, I would say the beginning of October, but that I feel like that's being a little bit generous. If they can get, like, you know, at some point before, like, the midway of October, I think they'll be okay. I'm not going to say they're going to be fine, but they'll, they'll be okay. And then you got to make that decision of whether or not, uh, uh, uh you know, a, a 10 win or, or a 10 game season for an SEC team weighs more than a 7 or 8 game season for a Big 12 team or Big 10 team compared to what's probably going to be like a 3 game season for the Pac 12 at this rate. I mean, and, and screw COVID for the Pac-12. I mean, damn, the whole, like, the state of California is on fire right now. So Yeah, that's I was going to say, like, you know, they were saying how we can't do it because California's been shut down by COVID, but now the entire West Coast is basically on fire. So I was also going to say that, you know, you mentioned how, uh, the, like, a 10-win or an 8-win SEC team versus 10-win Big 12 team. I think now is this is probably the greatest chance a group of five team has ever had of making it. Because you take away two Power Five conferences out of your way, I mean, if the Big Twelve, I mean, we just saw half the Big Twelve get got by the Sun Belt already, so they already have one loss. And if they win out, they may not even get in above a group of five team. And I mean, the Big Twelve and SEC could easily destroy each other. Leading, you know, I mean, some group of five team could make it in because, like, what Cincinnati's already ranked like 14. And the I believe Brandon Marcello had Cincinnati in his final four. So nice. This could be an interesting that's, year. That's, that's a bold move. I mean, again, 
it it comes down to I mean, if you look at the SEC schedules, I mean, Auburn could easily lose two games, but then take out two other potential teams. Like, you know, they could lose to A&M and LSU, but then it's not take out Auburn and Georgia. They've done it before. Yeah. I mean, I, so, I, it, it, this is this is probably, in terms of, of overall probability, we're looking at maybe the least probable chance of an SEC team coming out of this 10-game gauntlet undefeated, no matter yeah. who you are. I mean, even your, your Alabamas can – is going to get got by somebody. Especially because these teams don't have home field advantage anymore. Like, obviously, Auburn has to travel to Bryant-Denny to play Alabama, but what does that really mean now that there's not going to be 100,000 people there? There's going to be 20. Like, that completely changed the dynamic of any game. Same for all of Auburn's home games because, I mean, we've seen Gus's home versus road records, so. Don't remind me. I've all seen the 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 locker rooms. It's It's not the crowd. It's the the wallpaper it's all <laughs> i mean the Bama fans leave anyway so are they really even a it, factor but ooh, that's that's tough i will say jack if that's the case then i was uh got the advantage because what their away locker rooms are all painted pink because i was old coach from like yeah. the 80s thought it was a it, that color would like affect the psyche of the opposing players <laughs> man i mean it's a, it's a great that's game plan story. it's a great game plan if your team never if your team you know didn't always like give out at the end of the season I mean that it's worked. We've seen some some big ticket schools go down in Iowa City in the past. I'm looking at you, Minnesota, last year, and Ohio State a million years ago when and, like uh, top ranked Michigan on a last second field goal in 2016. I think thanks a winner. Yeah, and then I mean the school, you know, on the other side of the state. Actually, I have no idea where Ames is compared to Iowa City. Yeah, I was about to say, I- but. Uh, the the other school, Iowa State, who's had a good run the past couple of years, they've been a pretty good Big Twelve team. Uh, absolutely embarrassed by Louisiana, and that was embarrassed an Iowa, is an understatement. That that was a uh, Dan, uh, you know, Dan Campbell, who's the head coach at Iowa State. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Why did I say Dan Campbell before? Matt Campbell, oh. who's the head coach at Iowa State. I don't know who Dan Campbell is. Uh, name sounds familiar though. Dan Campbell. Matt Campbell, who is a uh, the head coach at Iowa State, uh, years He's ago. He's a coach in the NFL. Sure. Years ago, uh, I mean, I was thinking that if, if Gus ever got fired, it's going to be Matt Campbell. It's, like, it, the connection was there. Auburn's former pre- – this is so long ago now. Auburn's former president that <laughs> they made leave pretty much uh, <laughs> was from Iowa State. Matt Campbell was at Iowa State. His contract was coming up. Gus may look like he was going out the door. It looked like Matt Campbell was going to be the guy. It just felt like that. And then it kind of just fell through. And now, I mean, he's losing to Louisiana of all teams. And Brock Purdy's draft stock just got tanked in one game. Yeah. And when it, when it came on the field, it was like, oh, he's uh, number five quarterback for Todd McShay or something like that. And then he got absolutely got his pants pulled down on live TV is pretty much yeah. what happened. <laughs> it was It was bad. And Louisiana's a good team, but it was still bad. Also, Louisiana used to be called Louisiana Lafayette, and now they just dropped the second part of the okay, name. And it don't, don't you bring that up to me, because that is actually a very sore subject about them what? changing Louisiana Lafayette. I'll Why tell is you, it a sore subject I'll for tell you? you the, I'll tell you the story. When Louisiana Lafayette, now known as the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, dropped yeah. Lafayette from their name, okay, they used to be like UL Lafayette or Louisiana Lafayette, whatever it was. Yeah. The year they dropped their name, 
that Lafayette from their name was the same year that Auburn soccer played Louisiana in a, a regular season game. I had to work that game for Wiggle Productions, SEC Network. Okay, at that time, because our our system runs on a whole project, right? That ESPN gives us. ESPN did not change their name in the system, so it still came up as Louisiana Lafayette. And I was thinking, well, you know, they may have changed their name to Louisiana, but they'll probably be fine with Louisiana Lafayette. So we kept it there for oh. the game. Do you oh, know, no. the email that we got from Louisiana was the most passive aggressive thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, these kids right here really sent an email about their name being upset about a women's soccer match, which I'm pretty sure they lost anyway. I hope they lost. I mean, in in fairness, it doesn't help. You know, a rebranding is difficult, especially because that's that is an old school to begin with, and they've had that name a long time. But rebranding is always difficult, and if you you know your TV appearances, you you know you don't have the rebrand acknowledged, it just makes it you know well, more difficult. Don't tell me about the rebrand. Tell the people oh, who sent the project. No, I'm sure. I'm sure they just. They're not. You're not wrong in that in that regard. When did they change it? Um, probably Is there any reasoning behind it? Probably just because Louisiana Lafayette was a bit tedious and specific. I think it was originally done because um, there's a lot, like, there is a FCS Louisiana school and then obviously LSU. Like, there's a bunch of schools that just have Louisiana and then something to specify. Yeah, it's, and like, I think now it's like that, directional Louisianas. Exactly. Like, and nobody nobody calls LSU Louisiana State University anymore. They just know them as LSU. So I think then they realized they could call themselves just Louisiana. There's like That's South East like Louisiana. The, I believe they're a flagship school of the uh, of the state in terms of tax dollars. So I think they have a legal right to call themselves University of Louisiana. Yeah, it's like... Oh, kind of like how University of Alabama is technically UAT, as, as close as they are to UAB. But it, no one calls it University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, despite that being the correct name. So. You know, and eventually, Auburn University of Montgomery, they'll they'll get there. They'll get. They're going to overtake us. Uh, maybe the hours. Uh, I'll I'll also bring up as 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 a Panthers fan the fact that that was the last the last time that Iowa State or any Big Twelve team lost to a University of Louisiana Lafayette team was all the way back I believe in 1993 when uh, Panthers legend Jake Delhomme led them to a win over Texas A&M 29-22 Jake Delhomme wow even I wasn't born back then 1996 never mind I was born Jerry, you were a thirty-five-year-old man, man with wife and two kids. You're watching that game. Don't don't try and pretend that you weren't, Jared. You know that joke is funnier every time. Don't y'all think? What? Which one? That, that I'm you're old. You're thirty-five and have kids. I think that that's a lame joke. I think me going around saying <laughs> I'm depressed is a, is a lot more funnier. But yes, that's, Jared, that's you're just, just blatantly yelling at random moments. I'm depressed. It's really just you know comedic gold. I mean, is it gold when it's true? Oh my god. Speaking of, that doesn't even make sense. Speaking of Jake DeLome, that's a It's great not fool's gold, Alex, is yeah. what he's saying. Speaking of Jake uh, DeLome, that is a great segue into the NFL. Are we done with college what? football? Uh, I mean, are, are, do we do we get everything off our chest we want to say about college football other than, like, the Big 12 sucks? Yeah, I mean, mercifully, 
Let's let's talk. Let's talk after after uh, Auburn, Kentucky. Yeah. Auburn, Kentucky, September twenty six. It's it's coming up. I mean, what is it? Eleven days now for the for yes, that sir. game. So yep. Just hold Weeks on tight. Saturday, by this past Saturday. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys before we get into NFL. Slowly but surely, I'm getting more worried about that game. It's a sinking feeling. I have is my Jared stomach. okay? Jared, someone caught you. Oh no! What just happened? And I stayed late Sunday so I could watch the games with my dad because we don't. I mean, we used to watch NFL Sunday football on Sunday Ticket every single day or every single Sunday. I mean, and I'm staying there to watch the game. And then you know they get down seventeen nothing. And I, and I looked at my dad and I said, I'm staying here for nothing. This is pointless because they suck. All right, Alex, shut up. I don't want to hear about the Washington football team. Um, <laughs> no, Jared, we're talking about them because your team sucks and we'll get to them later. All right? What, so, no, time out. First, what did, I, what did I miss? I guess my first question. Um, talking about the did Panthers. an exquisite breakdown of the Panthers and also did a hilarious rundown of the scoreboard. So, All right, I so let's, let's, re- let's, you know, throw it in reverse. Let's go no. back to... Uh, actually, I don't even know where we were at. Yeah, let's, no, don't throw it in reverse. Alex, keep talking. Exactly. No. We're, we're about to. I'm about to get this. Is, look, Jared, we're probably going to go one in fifteen this year. So let me talk about it right now, okay? Because this is the only entertainment I'm going to have before you know we lose all our games. So they're down seventeen nothing. I'm like, wow, this is a great start. We're so going to go worse than last year. And then somehow they just clawed their way back and. One, mainly because of the defense, because, oh, my goodness, they're spectacular. I mean, the Eagles' offensive line was basically held together by duct tape and spit, but they still dominated and destroyed them, and poor Carson Wentz got was on the was on his back more than he had completions, honestly. I mean, the dude was getting hit every single play. And, I mean, the offense was serviceable. In fairness, it is, it is only Dwayne Haskins' eighth career game. And this is also his first game in a brand new system. And he started three for 12, but finished 14 for 19. So that's a positive. And I mean, you know, now we got to go play the Cardinals who just happened to beat the 49ers. I'm not very happy about why couldn't we get somebody else like the Giants. Also, Ron Rivera is the only uh, first year coach to get a win despite getting an IV in the middle of halftime because he has cancer. So, you know, you really love to see that determination. But yeah, I mean, we're also first in the NFC East. The NFC least, as some people call, but you know it's uh, it's feeling pretty good. Look, I'll say this: NFC East. I thought you said NFC least. <laughs> I'll say I'll say this. What, Jared? I can't find Washington because they suck, and they still suck in my head. Don't get don't don't get it twisted, Jared. They got eight sacks. I don't care. Don't get Jared, it. Twi- don't don't get it twisted. Your team just because it's because the Philadelphia Eagles lost every single person on their offensive line. It's not because you're hey, that good. Yeah. Hey, when when when, we, when, can... when Carter Bird texted me and told me that Jack Driscoll was starting, <laughs> I knew I knew there was to be a Andy day. Of, there was a day of reckoning about to happen. Actually, left in the middle of the second quarter. But I mean, look. Yeah, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Look, I make fun of Washington because they suck. Right, and that they have a really, really weird history with a lot of things. That's but I'll true. I'll never put down a team that scores twenty seven unanswered to win the first game, 
That's what I'm saying. And I'll never it's, hate unless I'll, it's Washington. I'll, I'll never hate Ron Rivera. I know. I mean, I feel like, and I, I think Jack can attest to it. Even as Panther fans, nobody hates Ron Rivera. They just thought that you know it was just time to part ways, and that was time that to was part it. From the riverboat. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll Ron Rivera fan for life, no doubt. I don't care where that man's at. He can go. Co- he could go coach at Alabama, and I don't care. I'm still be rooting for him. So that that, that that's whatever. But oh. even with all that being said, yeah, I said it. Washington can lick my feet because I'll never ever believe that they're a good football team. Well, they're not just a good football team; they're the football team. So, how long were you holding on to that? How long? Actually, I, actually, I just came up with it like two seconds. No, how long were you? Did. How long were you holding on to that to whip it out? <laughs> You're not going to trick us with that, Alex. You I mean, had I that mean, plan. No, I, I legit, I legit just came up with it two seconds ago. I'm not kidding. However, Jared, look, I understand you're upset because your team is garbage and let Gardner Minshew have one of the greatest performances in the history of football. I understand. You're upset because your team is trash. Both it's of my teams fun. are trash. It's okay. Alex, what are you talking about? You have no room. <laughs> I'm just saying we didn't let Carson Wentz go 19 for 20, so – yeah, it's true, but you're still the Washington football team. You have no name. Hey, hey, hey! Which team? Which team uh, doesn't have a loss yet in this room? Which one is it? Okay, Alex. Well, why, hey, listen, why, how about we make why a bet? Why are you throwing shit at Jack for? He didn't say anything. No, no, no. The, sorry, Jack. That was that was only directed. He's throwing it at me. Friendly fire, for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. What can I say? I, I got, I got to go on the defensive. Look, guys. You know, I mean, you're, look. you're making no friends in the Zoom call right now. You're making oh, no. Friends Alex, it's at like all. you're bragging about an NBA player scoring thirty on a G League team. That's fair. But in fairness, Jared told my team to lick his feet. What do you want me to say? Just take it. I mean, do you want me to just? Just lick his feet. L- lick the feet. <laughs> he, he told you to. You bow down to, to, you bow down to, to the yeah. king. Let's be That's honest, Alex. The Colts are going to end up with a better record, and the Panthers are going to end up with a better record than the Washington football team. Hey, Davis, uh, who won when the Panthers and uh, Washington played last year? Is that is this this year or that last year, Alex? I don't think I – mean, all I see is – I don't think they cared because they got uh, Derek no. Brown out of it. Alex, that was the, the Redskins. That was not the football team. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jack. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I mean, sure. Washington is probably going to have a worse record than every team in this in this uh, Zoom call right now. But let me just enjoy my win while I've got it. That was our first uh, no. home opener win since 2014, guys. Okay. Also, the, the first time the Colts have haven't won the first the Colts haven't won their first game of the season in six years. So what? Oh well, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. Believe me, well, let me ju- until you have until you have an opening season game where Curtis Painter is your quarterback. I don't want to hear anything because I, I don't. Opening game with John Beck and Rex Grossman taking snaps at quarterback. Yeah, but Rex Grossman is a Super Bowl quarterback. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! He is whoa. Alex. He's not. Can, did can, Alex, can did you Jared dispute lie? that? Did, did, did I lie? He was. I mean, that, oh, what you, what you gonna say now? Quarterback. Rex Grossman that's, got to a Super Bowl. That's like if that's like if you. What? I'm trying to think of some adequate analogy to basically express how useless he was. To the Bears, like to if, the to the Bears, like and to if, Washington. Okay, if it's the Daytona 500 and you've got a driver, you know you win Alex, the race. Then you for, got, time you got out! Rex. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! 
do not for the do, Daytona 500. Do not, do not, do not bring NASCAR into this. Okay, I had my NASCAR stint. I don't like NASCAR anymore. Okay, my driver retired. My, my driver retired. I don't watch anymore. It's whatever. Who's your driver? It was Tony Stewart. Then he killed a guy. Same. Oh yeah, yeah. That really made it tough. Uh, well, it, it, it was just more that he retired first and then he killed a guy. But or whether oh, yeah. he killed a guy or he was still no, no, no. Doesn't he, matter. He retired after. Look. I almost became a, I almost became a, I almost got into racing when I was little. Okay. Small backstory. My Jared den- Dillard NASCAR driver. My my dentist. This is this is like a hundred percent an Alabama story, right? This because this only happens in the state of Alabama. My dentist, who I got, you know, I went to to get my teeth cleaned and stuff like that. He raced go karts, like like full big stock go karts, right? And I almost got into that. But I didn't. So there's that. That's cool. That's the story. But, uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about Washington. What were we talking about again? He was trying to make an analogy. Oh, yeah. He brought up the Daytona bring 500. Up, bring up a different analogy than the Daytona 500, please. No, come on. That's the only one that works that I can think of. Okay, go. What? I was going to say, it's like, okay, so the driver wins the Daytona 500, but then Rex Grossman is just in the passenger seat doing absolutely nothing the entire time. Are you really going to get him? There's nobody in the passenger seat into these cars. Why did you say, like, Jimmy Garoppolo for the Super Bowl last year? Jimmy G was better than Rex Grossman. And Jimmy G is a Super Bowl quarterback. Jimmy G is a Super Bowl quarterback. Rex Grossman is is easily the worst quarterback to ever make a Super Bowl in history. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying. Yeah, Jimmy we're not, G, we're not, all he did was hand off. Or Ryan Tannehill, all he did was hand off. So we're not, also, we're not wait, disputing it. Jared, what, what was the name of that quarterback you said? Uh, Curtis Painter? Curtis Painter. Curtis Painter. Yes. I've never heard of that. I believe he went to, he went to school at, like, Purdue, maybe? Curtis like a, Painter, okay. Maybe, like, a gold team. Um, I don't remember. Oh, was see, bad. He played... He played for the Colts 2009 to 2011. He was dropped in the sixth round. It was reserve. Um, Purdue, you're right, Jared. Oh, dang, look at that. I'm good at what I do. Yeah. He never started the opening game, Jared. He played against the Rams, I remember. Jared, I'm telling you, based on this, he never he never started an opening game. Well, he came in, and it was bad. I mean, I'm sure it was, but again, I had, I had, no, Jared, you cannot compare any of your despair to, um, my quarterback, to... my quarterback's doctor said his injuries looked like he was in a car accident. Who was that? Andrew Luck. There's a reason why he's not playing anymore. I mean, RG3 tours ACL and the coach was like, yeah, you're good. Go back out there. Yeah, no, you know what you know what RG3 was doing this weekend? Winning football games, okay? Because that's what winners yeah. do. And you know what Washington was doing? Winning football games. You know what the Colts were doing? Not. Okay, can we get off the Washington football team for a second and let's talk about the let's rest talk of the about the Patriots. Let's talk about the let's talk about the Patriots and then we'll, we can talk about Tom Brady and his uh debut as as a Buccaneer. So the Patriots, Cam Newton taking on the Miami Dolphins. And uh, it may have not been the best game, you know, for the Patriots, right? There's a lot of, you know, sloppiness going around. But they did win. And uh, the Cam Newton era starts in New England, I guess, for all, however long it may last. Uh, yeah. what, what was the reaction of Cam's debut against New Eng- uh, against Miami? Too much running, I mean, but it worked. 
my my reaction was the fact that I mean the Patriots are acknowledging that he's a running quarterback and that's his best attributes. They're going to use that as much as they can. Yeah, I was frankly aghast at the fact that that was I I don't know if it was under Belichick or a franchise record for for rushing quarterbacks in a game. It was franchise. It was franchise. Franchise record for rushing yards from the quarterback of the game at a grand total of sixty five. Well, when, when mean, before you have Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady, it's kind of. I was I mean, going to say, think about it. 25 years, and then before 1985, the Patriots were a complete bottom-feeding team. So, I, I mean, I, I buy it, considering they've had Tom Brady for the past, what, 20 years, it seems like. But at, at some point, you got to think, how many times is Cam Newton going to break that record this season? I'll, Every I'll, game. I also want to point out that Tom Brady is the 1,000-yard rusher for the Patriots, so... Let's not, you know, it's not, it's not too crazy out there, okay? Well, didn't he like do a quarterback sneak and got a thousand, and then took, did like kneeled it down and went back to nine hundred ninety nine or something? I like think that? he had a thousand, and then they were going to go win the game with a kneel, but instead of yeah. like kneeling, he like dove forward or something like that. He's a he's a multi time thousand yard rusher. So, <laughs> I mean, not many not many quarterbacks can say that. Uh, I mean, it is interesting that about the rushing thing because like you know running quarterbacks didn't really show up till like the 90s anyway with like Randall Cunningham being one of the first and then even in like the 2000s I mean when they really showed up still Tom Brady was there the whole time to really not give them an opportunity to have a running quarterback so. yeah it was like I mean the 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 first big ones I guess in the I don't say modern era because I mean I would say Randall Cunningham is still technically modern I guess depending on how you want to break down your years. But, I mean, McNabb, McNair, Michael Vick, I mean, those were, like, the big, you know, not, like, small running around quarterbacks that we see now, but, you know, they were mobile. You know, they didn't yeah. stand in the pocket. They could Scramblers. run. And, and Mark Brunel, among those others as well. And then Apparently. you get these uh, baseball players like Russell Wilson and, and Murray running around, scampering around. I think I find it amazing. I, I don't want to deviate too much. I find it amazing that uh, Murray – I believe it was like 15, he had 15 carries, and on 14 of them, he either scored or he got down or went out of bounds. He only got tackled once. Yeah, Which, I'm watching the highlights of the Cardinals game right now, and he, he's got the handles. He's a human joystick. So, Which, you know, that's, that's one thing that people are scared of is if Murray gets hit at all, I mean, he's going he's gonna to get hurt. But as long as he doesn't get hit, you know, he'll be fine. Yeah. All it takes is one, though. He's a little dude. He's probably built like a center block. I bet he can take it. Uh, let's go to a team that we can all make fun of at least. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, definitely took a uh, hard one against the Bears. Not only were the Lions winning, uh, but they let the Bears come back. Mitch Trubisky, of all quarterbacks, come back on them. And then they had the game-winning touchdown in their grasp, but DeAndre Swift... Uh, dropped it. Carry on when it dropped it. Where is Carry on? Is he hurt? Don't tell me. He's I hurt think Matt Patricia just hates him because he had like one yard and he was starting on my fantasy team. So, like, so did anybody see the stat where it's like the Lions fired Jim Caldwell after going nine and seven to hire Matt Patricia? Matt Patricia has since gone nine twenty three and one. Look, that's we need Jim Caldwell back. I mean, that's that's just for par what I think the Lions organization is. Will Matthew Stafford go down as one of the biggest wastes of quarterback talent in history? Yes. 
because he's he is a I mean he is really good. Put him on the Panthers. See how that goes. <laughs> I mean, he's been so good for so long. It seems like it's just the fact that like their defense is garbage and they have no offensive weapons. Jack disagrees, Alex. Jack, you disagree? Oh, he's you lost. think Stafford's terrible? Bad, bad guy, really? bad quarterback. I mean, what? That's some expert analysis, Jack? Have, have, has Matthew Stafford been to the playoffs once? I I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of any good quarterback that just hasn't been to the playoffs at all. And... Let, me, let me go. Oh, uh, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll Alex. We made a ranking the other day. Quarterbacks. He was number. He was the last one on there. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You? What, when did you do was, that? You weren't there. Like, where were you, Alex? It, if, if I could, if I could physically, if I could somehow transcend through Ethernet cables and come through <laughs> your computer and choke you, I would. You would have started evolving, Jared. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, wasted quarterback talent. I mean, man. He's got to be up there. He's up, man, been he's the up there. He's up there. Three times. Once in 2011, once in 2014, once in 2016. He is uh, one and done in all three of those appearances. 74 of 117 for a 63% passer. 900 playoff passing yards. Uh, 25 playoff rushing yards, sacked six times, and lost uh, two fumbles. Can't you know, actually. I know. I know somebody who's probably even more wasted. And I'm. I, Maybe I'm, at, I, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna combine them actually because I think it's pretty sad what this team did to both of their quarterbacks. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals quarterbacks in general, both yeah. Andy, Andy Dalton and Carson Palmer were wasted. Yep. That that is a good point. I'd At say Philip Rivers was. Andy Dalton has had the position, has been in the position to achieve. I mean, the Bengals lost three straight wild card games. Yeah, that's true, and he wasn't particularly great in any of those playoff games. If I'm now, recalling correctly, did 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 the Bengals lose because of Andy Dalton's play, or because there just wasn't enough around him to get it done? They lost because of uh, homeboy. Vontez. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Time out. So, Dalton, in four career playoff games, 55% completion percentage, one touchdown, and six interceptions. Or five, so, yeah, of, them, that, or five of them in one game? That, um, no, three of them were in one game. There it is. One of them was in a – I mean, it's just – okay, so that's more just – that was clearly part of – he was part of the problem there. Which, if you take that out, because sometimes quarterbacks are part of the problem, do the Packers get into contention for wasting talent? If Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl, if Aaron is Aaron Rodgers wasted because of a couple of years where he didn't have enough talent, yeah, he yes. is. Is it anywhere near Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton, or well, Matthew Stafford? We just, no. We, hold up, we just stated, and I I just showed how Andy Dalton was part of the problem. Yes. He was terrible in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers had been great in the playoffs and been been dealt the terrible hand of either a horrendous defense, which was the 2012 to like 2016 era, was just awful defensive play by the Packers. And then, you know, now it's the fact that he has Devontae Adams and a bunch of scrubs as his wide receivers. So oh, hit on Lazard. Yeah, or Vontez Gatling. Come on, bro. Why are you doing that? I mean, it. 
I think that they could be in contention for it simply because when the if the Patriots are winning six Super Bowls with Tom Brady, the Packers should you know make more than one with Aaron Rodgers, and they mm. haven't. I feel like that 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 more is because of a contentious NFC than Tom Brady above the AFC and then everybody else. But if you if you've watched the Packers year in and year out and seen them perform terribly and then not sign anybody in free agency every single year and then just you know waste a first round draft pick on a backup quarterback that you know is not going to play in three years because Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks on the planet, you begin to see oh this is an or- this is a top to bottom organizational. <laughs> mishap or mishandling of a talent again i think if any uh, team only has one super bowl with a good quarterback you can just say they mishandled the talent well i wouldn't say saints that saints mis- you could say the saints mishandled drew Brees, have wasted drew Brees. the panthers mi- wasted cam newton i, you I don't could. know i'm not saying you could say that i mean no okay davis you could say it but that doesn't mean you should say it yeah, well, I haven't stopped you for saying stuff, Alex, has it? At some yeah, point, there's not enough championships to go around for all of the talented quarterbacks. I mean, you, you can't make a ring the only measure of whether or not someone was wasted. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. And also the fact that I think Aaron Rodgers is probably, you know, a top – I mean, all time, he's definitely top ten. And whether he's in the top five is up for debate. I mean, yeah, I mean, you had – you can't say Aaron Rodgers was wasted in, in that the Packers have been a relevant playoff contender every year that he's been playing for them. The, the only outlier being the 8-8 eight and eight season where I believe Brett Hundley was starting, and the Packers were a headline because Aaron Rodgers wasn't starting. Yes, his defense has let him down many, many, many times in the playoffs, but it, it when you have a – the championship certainly helps. I feel like he would be in a Philip Rivers type conversation. But then again, the Chargers have also been just terrible for a lot of Philip Rivers' uh, tenure in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah. It is fair to say not to use that as the only metric. I just think that there's. For a team that has had, they should have made it at least one more time. Just because there's been years where they should have made it, and they've just faltered just because of one thing or another. Like last year, I mean, they go 13-3, but I mean that offense is literally Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Devontae Adams, and then nothing else. I mean, he has no other options there, and it showed with his completion percentage and with just what happened against the 49ers. So I have one. I, I have one. Who? David Carr, he was so wasted that we don't even know he if he could have been that good or not. Okay, that's true. The Texans, but that's that's a whole different thing. The, mm. How? I the think Texans wasted his talent by not giving him anything to work with. I mean, that's that's more like just I don't know. That's like failing from the jump. That's like when Washington's like, nope, RG three, you're good, and then just you know destroyed his career before it could really begin. Had Andre Johnson. That's uh. like it. That, yeah, that, yeah, that pretty say. much was it. They had a. I mean, they had a. They had a. Who they have, Jared? They had an Auburn running back. What was his name? Ben Tate. Ben Tate. That's right. I always picked him up at Madden. He sucked, but I liked Auburn players. <laughs> uh, I would say if. Um, oh man, what was I? I just had a thought. 
Oh, yeah, she ruined it. It escaped oh. again. That's how empty your head is. Let's go on to the Buccaneers Saints game. All right, Tom Brady debuts for the Buccaneers. Does it go as planned? No. Nope. And However, the Saints are very good. Once again, once again, Twitter blows up and says, "Hey, Brady's done for. This is it." But is he though? Is he? I mean, Max Kellerman's been saying on the ESPN for the last six years. Max Kellerman says a lot of things, so I don't really. When he first when he first said Brady was done, Brady had since made it to three Super Bowls, so there's that. But I mean, I don't think he's done. I'm you know no preseason, limited offseason, new offense against probably the second best team in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC, with one of the better defenses in the NFC. I mean. On the road for whatever that yeah. means these days. What, yeah, I was about to say, at this point. I mean, you know, wait till evaluated till we're eight games in. You know, if they're so, if they're four and four at the eight game mark, you know, the bye week or whatever, then maybe start, you know, sounding the alarms. I just thought that it would they would be a little bit more impressive with all the talent that they had. Yeah. I mean, they have everybody they could actually want. I just, uh, I, I guess I just... I expected too much, especially considering no preseason and they probably didn't gel together very well. I, I expected mean, a shootout, honestly. I, I expected, what, 49ers Saints of last year? They, the game that went like 52 to 48, whatever that score was? That's what I was expecting, but didn't get especially it. Especially with Bruce Arians being hyped up as this QB, QB guru, and then Tom Brady just played terrible. Again, it is the, it is the first game of the season. It's, it's his first time he's been in a different offense in twenty years, or at least a relatively different offense. Okay, but it's not like he was throwing like really far downfield. He just couldn't make it. He was throwing like it was just easy miscommunications between him and his receivers. Davis, that's what happens when you're in a new offense. You don't have any preseason. You just proved my point. Okay, Alex, golly. <laughs> God. And then fi- finally, Monday Night Football. Steelers, Giants, Steelers win 26-16. Uh, did did y'all see that interception by Danny Dimes? Uh, they were they had a 20-play drive, and then he gets sacked and just launches it up the air to, like, 10 Steelers defenders. Look. That was bad. That's Danny Dimes for you. That is Danny but Dimes for you. But I, I think the bigger thing is I hope none of you had Saquon Barkley on your fantasy team because that did not end well at all. I did. I still won by forty, but I could have used an extra the extra points. Alex. I mean, hmm. the fact that the fact that I can say the statement this is this, this statement Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley in this game is actually true. The fact that I can say the fact that I can say that and it's true is mind boggling. I mean, the Giants' offensive line was quite possibly. Worse than the Eagles in terms of run blocking. I mean, every time Saquon touched the ball, there was a Steelers defender within it, you know, a foot of him at that point. Like, there's only so much he could do. And I mean, Plus, it's it's amazing because I believe the one of the highlights that I saw of Saquon Barkley was him breaking free and hurdling a guy. Yep. Unless that play got called back and I didn't realize it. No, that I, that was a reception. He actually had six, six, six catches for 60 yards. He just United seven that, rushes for negative 10. That doesn't sound as cool. Doesn't sound, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't live up to your... Alex, you never do. Uh, and then the, all the other Monday Night Football game, 
is it was a uh, Titans and Broncos where uh, the Titans missed four field goals but still somehow won the game. That's the Titans. That's the Titans for you. I mean, that's also the Broncos for you as well, I guess. That was a interesting, interesting game. I mean. I just look on Twitter during the game to get updates, and I just see Gostowski trending, and I'm like, uh-oh, that can't be good. Well, look, he if, he... if he missed that 25-yarder to win the game, I guarantee he would not have made it off that field. He would have been cut... Yeah. He would have been cut before he hit the sidelines. I mean, <laughs> easily, because... At this, at this point, you know, there's... You don't need a good kicker, or you don't... I mean, you don't need a great kicker. You just need someone who can, you know, make the 25-yard kicks at this point. Like... So, they definitely would have cut him to find somebody else. Which I also... Had, I also totally forgot that he left the Patriots. Did you? Freaking... I, like, uh, I could have sworn he was still there. But I guess not. Didn't the... Didn't the... Who signed Cody Parkey this past weekend? Ooh. The Browns. He's taking on the Oh, oh Cody Parkey's back. He's back and better than ever. Don't don't you worry, boys. On Thursday night, Cody Parkey's gonna grace us with his presence. And oh boy, God help us all. Indeed. Is there anything else in the NFL that we forgot to mention at all? Not really. Kind of went over everything. Well, we can go to the NBA now. Let's turn over to the NBA. Yes. Where. On Sunday, while all the hoopla was going on about uh, the college football poll, AP poll, which I don't think they mentioned, Auburn's eight in that poll. So, hey. Nice. We're climbing up there. Slowly but surely, we'll make our way up there. Uh, The AP poll, all the NFL games, quietly going on on Sunday at 1 o'clock, same time as kickoff, was game six of Clippers Nuggets. Yeah, I didn't even know. I forgot what was happening. Yeah, same. I had to click onto it. I didn't even know. No, it, it it happened, and honestly, like I knew the game was going on, I just didn't care at all because I was watching. I was watching Sunday Ticket, and I I would just periodically just look on my phone to see what the update on the score was. Nuggets win one eleven ninety eight over the Clippers. They're forcing Game Seven, which is hey, look at that tonight. I mean. I don't know how this keeps happening with the Nuggets. Did y'all see that, you know, at halftime, the Nuggets posted, you know, the halftime score on their Twitter, and they said, uh, we're used to making comebacks. Like, they, they, they literally did the ultimate jinx, and they still did it. Every single playoff back. series, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic have been in their career are game sevens. Which is so, uh, impressive, I guess. Like, the three series they've been in. That's honestly ridiculous. That, that, is, that is insane, especially because, you know, Jokic has been, you know, hated on because of his weight in the past and, you know, how it affects his endurance. But apparently he's able to play consistently enough to game seven every time. And now, I mean, since he lost all that weight during the quarantine, apparently, he's well, even better than ever. We're now, I mean, we're now getting to that point where I, I know me and Jack have mentioned it before. We, we, we wondered how much left in the tank the Nuggets had to even get through this series. Apparently enough. Apparently they're driving a hybrid, I, I guess. They're yeah, getting through this, it. this is ridiculous. It really is. I mean, because it's not like, you know, it's not like they are even playing good at the start of it. They've been down in every game. Like, yesterday they were down by 16. The night before, I remember watching that game um, that night, and I think it was Friday night, yeah. 
and they they closed the lead to four, and then the Clippers took it back to 19, and they still came back and won. I don't know how they're doing it. I really don't. Honestly, I can't watch the Clippers because for some odd reason, I feel like the Clippers remind me of Auburn basketball a lot. Straight, they're streaky. They, where, they are that. Where they will get out to a humongous lead, and then you blink, and it's like, wait a minute. How did he even get this close in, in, to begin with? Uh, did y'all see the stat? What's that? What's that? It, it was something like the Clippers are 0-7 in, in, in an elimination games to get to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, because they've never, ever made it. And, they also had the, and they're not going to. Let's yeah, go Nugs. What's going to be the legacy of these Clippers if they fall short tonight? What's going to be the legacy of Doc Rivers? I mean, how many times has his team in the Clippers choked in the playoffs? You know, now, maybe. Be how many times has he got them there? That's the thing. Doc's I think they're going to keeping Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. He hasn't gotten them there, Davis. Doc Rivers is like, I, I can't say Marvin Lewis because he's won playoff series. But it's it, it almost feels like the same thing where, you know, it you're supposed to be getting to the, the finals of your conference every year, but you just somehow can't. Can we say he's Mike McCarthy? Yes, definitely. He's Mike McCarthy. Because, you know, he's got that one big win. But that was a really, really stacked team. And then after the fact, you know. There is no reason there's, there, there's no reason why this Clippers team has not closed out this series yet. Yeah. They're, well, really, they're I, really about to let the Nuggets win three straight, aren't they? I think maybe the reason is because, I mean, Nikola Jokic is a top-two center in the NBA, and he's not two. So that's part of the problem. We'll talk about Nuggets Clippers again in a second, but let's start with the first game of the night. That is at 6.40 Eastern, 5.40 Central, a one-and-a-half point favorite, which is pretty much nothing, for the Celtics. It is game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Heat, Celtics, I believe, what is Is this the first time in Eastern Conference Finals history that the one and two seed are not in there? I believe they said that. Or at, at, least, at least the one or the two, yeah. yeah. I think so. So it is. I mean, this is going to be a fun series. I think both. I think everybody likes these teams. They like how the heater. The heater kind of like the, the joke team. Everybody. Uh, they like Come the, on, they. What? Who, who hates? The I'm heat? a Bucks fan. I don't like either of these teams. Look, I was about to say I can't stand the Celtics, but go on. I do. I'm going for the Heat as much as I. I do like the Celtics, but I'm going for the Heat since they beat the Bucks. Can't stand the Celtics. Look. The Heat, I think everybody likes the Heat because they joke around a lot. They're a lot of fun. They're the fun team. And then the Celtics, they're, they are the dynasty, uh, new blood dynasty. They got Tatum. You can finally be happy for Kimball Walker because he's, like, he's now doing something now. Yeah, he's right? playing terrible. In the yeah, game, yeah. In the he's now doing terribly and getting carried by the hey, rest of his team. I said, he's doing, I said he's doing something. I didn't say he was doing great. He's just doing something. Yeah. You could just say he's doing something in the playoffs. That's his big uh, stepping stone. Heat Celtics, which, I mean, in the last 20 years, I feel like these are very two big franchises. Miami, Boston, they both have championship material. I mean, they both got young stars. Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker. Yeah, Miami Heat. <laughs> in this series, who do you have and in how many games? The Heat and Six. Heat and seven. Mm, Heat and six. Heat and six. You know, honestly, between between you know, you guys, the Heat are gonna win this series. I just feel like they they got the most going for them after what they did to the Bucks. But 
because I was harping on the Celtics being a, a, a great team uh, from the jump. The Celtics were your pick, Jared. You can't abandon yeah, them. I, 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 I never abandon. I always go down with the ship. I'll never abandon a pick. So He's going to die on this hill. I will die on this hill. I'm planting the fag right here. I'm going oh. Celtics and I'm going Celtics and seven. I would say six, um, but I'm, I'm not that bold. Can I can I take a brief time out just to see some talk about something I just saw posted? It does not relate to the NBA, but I think it's very funny and should be shared. So the University of Alabama, a clip is going around of all their kickers practicing. Oh, no. They're not kicking it to the goalpost; they're just kicking the ball randomly into the stands. And I have no idea why. They're showing like, off they're how not, hard they can kick, Alex. They're, they're not lined up in the goalpost. They're just kicking the ball. Because I know if they went to the goalpost, they'd miss wildly. So might as well just go crazy <laughs> while they're at it. <laughs> That's fair. I just think it's very funny because, I mean, bro, like. I mean, if, if that's how they practice, that explains a lot. <laughs> that's kind of they're, just to hit, they're just trying to hit Auburn fans in the stands. That's the goal. <laughs> I mean, what on earth? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That was just, we'll, we'll stick on the NBA. That was just, I, had to, I had to talk about that for a second. I'm taking the Celtics in seven. I'll go down with the ship. Uh, in my heart, I mean, in my head, I know it's probably going to be the Heat, and I'm I'm 100% okay with the Heat. But in my heart... That's not where your heart is, Jared. In my heart... Well, it's not... Honestly, I don't know what's going on my... tapping his head. I don't know what's going heart. on in my heart, okay? Like, I can feel like it beating. I feel like something's going on, but whatever. Uh... <laughs> what? What's so Jared, funny? Is, look in the wait. Are you? He's not even in that one. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Jackson, Jared, so, I always go down with a ship. Also, Jared. <laughs> what you just told me that doesn't have the group chat I'm not a part of. That's, a, that's what you just told me, and now I'm hurt. Oh yeah, that's my bad. I think. That was the alternate extra point chat that Alex made before he after when he realized before he realized that. But, you but could nobody do the told show. me that Jared was actually able to return. Okay, nobody gave me any information. Jared says he told Davis. Davis says he told me. Nobody told me anything. Okay, I no, I didn't tell you because I, I assumed you knew. I texted all of you at the same time when the when when it nope. went down. Nope, because I searched it up in my text message. And there's no record of you mentioning that you worked there. Maybe you should just start talking to him more, Alex. Uh, oh my. Yeah, Alex, if you actually return my text messages, <laughs> maybe this wouldn't be a thing. Instead, I'm I'm staring outside your window at night in the rain with a boombox asking where where you at because you never returned my text. What were you doing at freaking two o'clock in the morning, by the way, when you Snapchatted me that the other day? <laughs> just go just, just going for a walk, Jared. Who goes for a walk at two AM in the morning? <laughs> Alex, that's yeah. why women are scared to walk outside. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, like, they see you walk around at two a.m. Would you think they're not going to be worried? Like, is that the going for a walk? Here, here's me. to get canceled in ten years because that. Here's why. <laughs> you're you're the one that sounds. Old. You're the one walking around at two a.m. I'm just pointing it out. Here's me at home eating ice cream at like four a.m. in the morning Eastern time because that's just what I do these days. And I said a Snapchat to Alex, right? Not expecting to get an answer back. And this man answered me in like two minutes. And I'm like, either, either three things, right? Either he can't go to sleep and it's because, you know, school or whatever, which is understandable. He's kidnapped and he's asking me for help. 
at what point I wasn't going to help him anyway. <laughs> or third, something unspeakable happened and he was not in the right frame of mind. I was going to have to call the police. One of those oh, three things. One of those three what, things wait, was going to happen. What about like he was partying? That's an option. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that, but that's number three. He's not in the right mind. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't. Say, I didn't say. I didn't want to say he was underage drinking. That sounds. Bad. Oh, I never said that. I never said that. I, I didn't say, say it either. Party. I didn't. I didn't say it either. But long, Alex will not let it pass his lips anyway. Long story short, I don't know I what you. I, I don't know what you were doing at three a.m. But I'm gonna. I, I, we're gonna ask your mother, and we're gonna see how she feels about that. Oh my lord! And your long lost brother, who, who you know I didn't know existed until last week. Jared, that's, you did, that's just because you don't pay brothers. He has two of them. All Jared, right. that's just because you don't pay attention. You're right. I don't pay attention. All right. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It, it was pretty funny. The Jared, I'm gonna die in this hill, but also Jared and me switching teams. That was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. That was, that was actually really good. Oh, Jack. <laughs> good job. Uh. All right, and then second game, Nuggets Clippers game 7, winner takes on the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, which I believe is that slated for Thursday? I have no idea. It's slated for Friday. That'll be a Friday game. So, uh, no longer do we get games every day. It's it's dwindling down, but game 7, Nuggets Clippers, who you got? Let's go Nuggets. Um... I'm going to pick it in two parts. I'm going to say in the first half, oh Clippers going to be up by 30, but then the Nuggets still going to win. So, why why do you even do this? Why did you just say the Clippers are going to or the Nuggets are going to win? Whatever. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, add a new layer. But all right, guys, fine. Mute them. Mute them. Just don't mute me. You'll never be able to unmute me, Jared. Alex, I can't hear you. You're muted. Jack, who do you ah, have? funny joke. You <laughs> just. So I picked the Jazz in the last game seven, and I was obviously wrong. So uh, what I'm going to do is pick the Clippers in this game seven. And Give hope, me your guarantee. I hope uh, I'm not wrong twice. This this game has been jinxed on both sides. Uh, we have Magic Johnson openly already advocating for the Battle of L.A. as if it's already happening. And then you have the, the Nuggets, of course, talking about uh, calling for the upset from 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 way deep. So when we have we have curses working in both directions. So it's effectively a toss up. You know, all I'm saying is, if if this game comes down to a controversial call by the officials, it'll be very 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 um what's the word controversial intense oh. for I mean because people I mean because people have been claiming that you know this battle of LA thing is what the NBA wants, and then you know it can happen. Well, uh, I'll say a, a wise man once said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you'll never fool me again. So, I'm going Clippers as well. Never trust the Nuggets. I've believed that for the last couple of years. You don't trust the Nuggets in anything. Just just don't. Just don't. Yeah, well, clearly you, you don't trust the Clippers in uh, elimination games to get to the Western Conference Finals. They have yet to win one. I would I trust the Clippers to reach the finals more than I trust the Nuggets, which really? says which says a lot. Yeah, I never trust I mean, the Nuggets. This is just I feel like this is just a battle for some team to lose in five games to the Lakers. Uh, be more be more you know six games. Yeah. No, f- I don't know. No. If if it's the Lakers versus Nuggets, honestly, I could see a sweep. I think it'd be a gentleman sweep. 
What's that mean? I feel like that's just. Five games. I feel like that's that's just saying they're gonna get swept just with a little bit of sugar on top. That's just they get swept, but the Nuggets get one game. That's not a sweep then. It's <laughs> we've been over this, Alex. It's just they win one game. So because the, the other team's being a gentleman, gentleman sweep. It's it's a it's an Eastern Conference gentleman sweep where the the losing team wins game one, and then proceeds to get swept. I see. Okay. Uh, with- right. Well, kiddos, it's been fun, but uh, Jack has to run along to his uh, occupational safety and ergonomic safety lecture. So I'll catch you guys on Thursday, if not before, uh, when we hopefully talk about the uh, the Nuggets-Lakers series. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. All right. Hey guys. Thank you, Jack, for joining us. Adios. Uh, thanks for having me. Davis, Alex, is there anything else we need to go over? We didn't we didn't reach baseball and I, I will I will attribute that to the what ten minute gap where I was not about in the, the Washington football team. Yeah, guys. when, I, when <laughs> I was not in the video call. Alex, I mean, you're muted. We can't hear you. That's not funny. Can we talk <laughs> about how the Braves lost fourteen to one to the uh Orioles last night? Did they? That's funny. Yeah, they did. Ow. Fourteen to one. The Orioles were up ten nothing after the third inning. And they started to come back. Uh well let me let me check something. Uh I don't look at the Cardinals right now because it's probably not good. Yeah, it's not great. The Cardinals are perpetually a five hundred team. But see, the Yankees have now won five straight and now people shut up about them. Everybody's always like, "Haha, Jared, the Yankees are losing," and I'm like, "Just you wait. When the when the when the when the cannon is loaded and they're about to blast off on somebody, just you wait." And here we go. They won five straight. That doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of things, but the Yankees are starting to start starting to find their stride, I guess. Look, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quite honest. I don't have much to go on in baseball. I feel like I'm just yeah. waiting for the I'm just waiting for the playoffs to start. Yeah, exactly. Which, That's the same which, thing for me. When does the playoffs start? I mean, it's it's middle September. Doesn't it start in October? Um, it's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be a middle. Uh, well, no, I thought October is. Well, yeah, I think it starts either late September or just the beginning of October. Because the Cardinals, the Cardinals have a game all the way up to September twenty seventh, and I don't see any games for the month of October. In that case, yeah, it starts at the beginning of October. Plus, what they're doing? Uh, what a sixty-game season, and some of these teams are already at you know the forty-game threshold or the fifty-game threshold. So. The, the Cardinals just got to it, and that's only because uh, they had a doubleheader yesterday. Yeah, because they because <laughs> they basically disappeared off the face of the earth. Hey, but they're they're the sixth seed right now. Oh wait, no, they're just wait what? What the heck? Alex is confused. No, because like it says uh, like on my CBS Sports thing, it says divisional leaders, and it lists six teams as divisional leaders. Are they tied? Is that all the divisional leaders in Major League Baseball? No, it's because there's only there's only no. It's it's each conference is each league. So it's like it's Braves, Cubs, Dodgers, and then immediately following them are all the second place teams. Is it because they're is it in second of the new place? Thing they're doing? Oh, yeah. They. I mean, they are all in second place. That. But that's weird. Huh. Anyway. Well, I don't know how they're doing it, but. Yeah, I don't either. We hit college football, we hit NFL, we hit basketball, and we sprinkle in a little Major League Baseball in there. Alex got a NASCAR 
reference in there for some odd reason, and nobody cares. Jared, it made sense. Okay, it made sense. I don't even know what NASCAR is doing right now, If you don't right watch now, NASCAR, Alex, and it, they don't even have a passenger in the NASCAR. Right, okay, the let, 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 let's take a guess. What's the upcoming NASCAR race coming up next? Without looking, I want you to guess what track they're at. Um, without looking. Without looking. Let me the try. The Piston think. Cup. The Piston Cup. I don't even know where NASCAR is. Really, just said the there. Piston Cup. Hold yeah. up. Oh, it's a great track too. I'm not gonna lie. This is a fun track. Is it Rainbow Road? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Ah, uh, you, you said it's a good track, Jared. Any hints on that track? No, just guess. You said ah. Oh, res- you said ah, oh, like you just happened to see it, and now you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> no, say, you're gonna know, you're gonna Jared. say it, so you look like you sound Jared, smart. Jared, I did not Google it. I swear. <laughs> I didn't. You so did. Guess I what have, it is, I Alex. Have, Even I, I know. Theories. It. You know it. What is it, Davis? I I want to make sure you know it first. Um, is it Bristol? He saw it. No, I didn't. He definitely saw it. You I, don't. You don't say. You, you, you don't sit there in 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 ten seconds in silence and go. You, you don't do this. Ah, man. okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you I, def- I don't know what you're talking about. You, de- you definitely saw it. <laughs> you I leaned forward, did something on your computer, and then leaned back and went, "Ah, oh, I got I was it." Actually, I was actually looking forward to look at the tweet that says the Rockets are considering Jeff Van Gundy and Ty Lue as the replacements. So no, yeah, sure you were. Yeah, I'm probably on the list too. It doesn't mean anything. That's a fair point. So we, we we've had our two minute NASCAR discussion now. So I hope everybody's happy with that. Uh, anything else? Or are we done here? I'm good. Good. I'm good as well. Yeah, I need to. I need to get right in. Honestly, I just want to get back in bed. If we're being quite honest with with with, just go back with to sleep, everybody. Jared. Go back to sleep. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna figure out why the whole situation happened with zoom that was awkward i never had yeah. that ha- that was the probably the second most awkward moment i had on the show before i'm not gonna lie second yes the first one was when the fire alarm went off we had to leave ah uh, yeah, yeah in the middle of the show uh but nonetheless it was still fun so davis thank you for joining me on the show alex thank you for joining me as well and uh we'll be back tomorrow uh, same time, same place. Thank you for watching and listening to Extra Point here on WJL 91.1.